Welcome to Intuitive Art Sales. This is the show where I, Jessica Craddock, am going to teach you how to source your art marketing from within. You're going to practice claiming that authentic art business that you want and leading it the most natural way for you to get there. You're going to learn to get connected to your intuition, your confidence, and your community so that you can sell your art consistently while holding strong boundaries on your work-life balance. Hello, welcome to Intuitive Art Sales. I am here with Susanna Huna, who is a self-made gallery owner in Germany. She was previously an engineer in economics, so she's really made this full switch. And she wants to provide that same chance for other self-made artists. So she wants artists to be able to learn to listen to themselves as well as educate the public to buy their first art piece. And she believes that art equals courage. Hello, Susanna. How are you today? Hello, Jessica. Nice to see you. Yes, I actually, I had to reschedule on Susanna, unfortunately, at one point because my internet wasn't working and I feel really bad about it, but she's here. So we're all good. So I like to start off with the question. What do you want, let's say in one year from now, if you could picture this beautiful change that you want to create in your life and it's not necessarily for you it's for your artists in your gallery or it could be for yourself as well what does that look like tell me about that in one year yeah okay in one year <sighs> let me think yes i would like said... i'll give you a prompt <laughs> you said I want to encourage many people to enjoy art, to create art, to live with art. I want to link art and people and I would love to make it the new normal that everyone has at least one artwork in their home to enjoy because I know it helps the artists. And you also believe that art and creativity is the key to solve many of the actual issues of the world, which I highlighted because I could not agree with you more. So in one year, how are you making progress towards that? <laughs> Yes, that's what I said. Exactly, yes. Um, in one year, I would love to, of course, still run my gallery and to have um, continuously coming guests in who come in and enjoy the art and they say, wow, that's great. And they just uh, love what the artists are doing and what the people feel about the artworks and because it makes a special feeling in them it makes them feel something they may be forgot or lost in the gray everyday living they want to have the piece of art in their home and my dream is that it's kind of normal that every um, household has some original pieces of artwork and it's something you can talk about when you have a coffee together with your friends and you say, oh, look, I saw this. I, was, I went to this gallery and yesterday I met this artist and I love this work because um, it makes me feel um, more self-esteem or it, it gives me something I value really deeply. So um, that it makes uh, the life more beautiful and full of a deeper meaning maybe yeah yeah Ooh, that's good let's put that deeper okay so 
you have a continuous flow of clients. You're helping people feel when it comes to art and experience that deeper meaning and making the world more beautiful. Oh, what does that look like that's, that's on funny. a day-to-day basis? Like, give me the, give me an example of a day where you are experiencing all of these things. Hmm, an example, okay. Let's say I have a new exhibition opening, like I want to do this end of this month. I um, invited different female artists, and every artist chose five of her works, and I can introduce the artists and ask them about the deeper meaning of their work and their way to become an artist. And the other people, my guests of the gallery, they are interested in it and they come, they connect to each other. That's what I want. I, I'm the link between the artists and the art fans. And I give them, I create a platform for them where they can yeah, connect each other and um, speak to each other and find out about what the other people are thinking about them. In both so ways. When you were first talking, what I heard was you were almost the translator between the two. But then as you kept talking, it sounded like I don't want to bridge the gap between the artist speaking and the collector hearing. I want them to do it together. I want them to develop a connection, a relationship. Is that which yes. one of those is accurate? Mm, I guess the second one. The second one. Great. Yes, I want it in both directions. Okay, so they are making the connection. You are just the facilitator. Yeah. So your job becomes more finding and nurturing the artists to know how to talk about themselves as well mm -hmm. as finding and nurturing the art fans to come view. Is that correct? Yeah, I love it that you use the word nurturing. It's good. <laughs> it's like the top five words in my vocabulary at this point. Mm. So if you wanted to work on one of those today, whether it was helping the artist learn to speak about their work, or if it was about the fans wanting to, well, first of all, knowing about it and wanting to come in, which side of that gives you the most trouble? I think the second one, the people who wants to come in. I had a feeling it's that was the one. More, more difficult, I think. Can you repeat, please? Sure. Either you helping these self-made artists who don't have a formal education learn how to connect and speak and bring their message across or mm -hmm. the art, well, I don't know if we call them art fans yet, but that's the word I'm gonna use because that's what we started with. Or these art fans, first of all, knowing that art exists, getting to the place where they wanna buy some art and coming to view it. Yeah. Yes, I think the first one I'm already doing. Mm -hmm. 
And the second one is a more challenging thing for me. Sure. Sure. But I think it's also in the first one because it's the same I how I talk about the artworks and my artists. Can I make it really um, interesting for the people to come in? What I feel like the first one is a little bit more of the vulnerable side of things for mm -hmm. you and them. And the second one is more of the technical slash I have to be okay with making myself bigger so I can put myself in my gallery out there and reach these people. Yes. It's the second yeah. one. And I'll throw this in there because I like to say this a lot, but there's three pieces to marketing. There's visibility, there's nurturing, and there's sales. And usually you're good at one to two of them. And the third is a challenge. And honestly, if I could say of all the people that I've talked to, like most people are good at visibility or most people are good at nurture. I don't find that to be true. I find it to be pretty equally split between the three as of which one you are best at. So okay. I, I love to really figure out which one you're struggling with or which one you're best at and work with <laughs> one end or the other, depending on which is more important first. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like visibility is the thing that you need some help with. Yes. And yours is a little bit different than if I were to be working with a direct artist one-on-one, -on -one, right? So it's almost like, we need to figure out, that's not even true. I was going to say that we need to figure out what the gallery stands for and find the people who are gonna connect with that because those are also the artists that you're bringing in. And so then you put them in this stew pot of people who have at least one belief in common and put them together and see what happens. Yes, you need to. When you filled out the form for this interview, that was really the only thing you touched on is what you believe in. I want to link people in art. I want to make it a new normal. I want more people to dare to say I'm an artist and create art that transports their message to people. And art and creativity are the key to solve many actual issues of the world. And art equals courage. And Courage is needed to live creativity and trust not only in numbers and money. So many beautiful phrases that you used earlier. So if we are thinking about all of those kinds of things and we're, you know what, I, I'm on vacation, so I don't have all my normal stuff. But normally I have this page of circles that I like to pull out and it's three circles. If you can just imagine three circles kind of floating in the air and they start to overlap. So two of the circles have a little overlap and the third one you plug in there. So there's an overlap between all three and in the middle, there is mean, an overlap between all three. Like yes, this? beautiful, yeah. you did it. <laughs> I am so impressed. It's like, I'm not making any sense as I'm describing this. So if you happen to be watching this on YouTube, you can go back and look at what she's saying. <laughs> So anyway, one side of that, one of those circles is how do they connect with you? And you in this case being Zeno. And I know that, that this is gonna be a little bit funky because we're connecting with you and we're trying to connect artists with each other, but 
this is the only way it's going to work is if we make Susanna the, hmm, what do we want to call you? The beacon almost, you are the common ground. And so we have to shine Susanna bigger so that people can be attracted to you so they can be attracted to each other. Mm -hmm. So in that circle goes, who are all the people you know? Maybe you knew them 50 years ago. Maybe you kind of know them now. Maybe your friend knows them, but you don't really know them, but you're kind of like one degree removed. Maybe they were in the um, engineering and economics world. Maybe there's somebody you met at a coffee shop, like all degrees of how well you know them, Mm -hmm. regardless of time that has passed. Those people go on that circle. They are, you know how people say things like, only my friends and my family buy my art. You heard that? Tell me you've heard that. Yes, of course, I've heard that. And then I tell, it's great because those are your first fans and find out what they love in your art. And then you know what you have to do. (laughs) And then you build from there, correct. It's easy to tell it to other people. They think that's the only place I can go, which is not yeah. true. But that mm-hmm. is the first place that people are going to connect with you, which is why those are your first buyers. As you are building your style and your message, which are the other two boxes, then you start to be able to attract more people who may or may not already know you. Yeah. So when you're looking at how the, all those circles overlap, It could be that they love your message and your style. It could be that they love you and your message. It could be you and your style. It could be all three. Those are more of the unicorns, but that's okay. They exist. So when we're thinking about Susanna, your message is all the things that I just said earlier. Encourage many people to enjoy art, live with art, link art, all those things. So you've already got those two nailed down really well. So then your style, let's think about this. How are we gonna do this one? I really feel like it could be style slash subject. And so we're not actually peddling a piece of art here. We're peddling a gallery. So I think self-made could go in there. Um, education could go in there. Courage could really go in either one. So just write it in both. Mm -hmm. Let's see. You said not only trust in numbers and money. Yes. So I it's want... about more than the money. Mm-hmm. About some deeper values, I think. The things which people value, which are important for them and for their life, I think it's different for everybody a little bit. Yes. But I find it important that people think about what's really of value in their life and focus more on this. And don't... Mm, give too much attention to what are other people thinking about me or 
everybody should shine in their own shine way. Brighter. Yeah, shine brighter. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I wrote down recently. I'm working on some phrases that I want to use more often to make my own message more clear. And one of those is take up space. Take up space. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same as shine brighter. It just, I feel like shine brighter has been, well, I don't know. We're not going to get into that. So how do you reach people who fit inside of these circles? So instead of I can't even remember what it's called now. I call it the ideal art buyer is my phrase. I've said it for so long. Ideal client, excuse me. That's what I'm looking for. Instead of that ideal client exercise where you say they live in Munich and they drive, they don't drive, they ride a bike and they have three kids and their favorite color is blue. Instead of that kind of identification, no. there's not really any connection points in there. There might be a couple if you dig and whatever. No, no, I need a difference. (laughs) I just don't see it. I I never could wrap my head around it. So I created this other way of doing it, which is these three circles. And in my mind, tell me if you agree with me, but in my mind, it's a lot easier to then go, okay, I'm looking for people who are convinced that art and creativity are the key to solve many of the actual issues of the world and people that I know. So we're gonna we're gonna combine those two circles for a minute. I bet you know a lot of those people. Is that true? Mm. You have an engineering background. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I think I don't know so many of these people. Do you know five? Yeah, yes, I do. Okay, remember when you said earlier that those are the people that you start with? Those are the Mm -hmm. people who help you, well, you didn't say this, I said this. Those are the people who help you grow into bigger and more and grow your reach and grow your network? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I believe in having 100 ideal art buyers. And if you are just starting off with, I don't even know what that looks like. I don't even know what that means. Every name on that list is super valuable. So if you wrote down five of those people, you've now got five people that you want to nurture, invite, have conversations with. And that does not mean that you need to talk to a hundred people every week. That's not what I'm saying. And we can't get into that piece of it too much right now because that's a whole nother topic and we're running out of time. However, what I would really love for you to do is start a list of people who are going to connect to you based on these circles that we identified. Mm -hmm. And it can be any combination of the above. And I want you to personally invite every single one of them to your art gallery opening at the end of the month and also ask them to bring a friend. If they say no, great. If they say yes, great. Right. So let's imagine that 25% of the people that you invite say yes. 
and half of those people bring a friend. So then we've got on top of what other whatever other advertising you've done, we've got 25 core people plus 12 new people that you know are already kind of in tune with what you think and believe. Mm -hmm. So in this one art show, you've grown your audience by 12, or your ideal art buyer list in theory, by 12%. I also could give some possibility for private appointment after the opening, because yes, I know some, some do not like to be between so many people. It's right now, it's sometimes a problem. Okay, so homework, make the list, mm -hmm. invite all the people and ask them to bring a friend. Yeah. And then number three is if they say no, or I can't make it, they can't make it for some reason, or they don't want to make it. Say, I have and private invitation or private appointment slots. Mm -hmm. Would you be interested in one of those? Yeah. And what can I do about the people who, who I only know online because they live in another city somewhere else, they cannot come personally? Oh, I see what you're saying. I thought you meant, how do I reach out to them because they're online? So what should I invite them? <laughs> yes. I so can make like, like a Zoom meeting or something. You could either, again, give them a private invitation for like a virtual tour or mm -hmm. um, you could do like a live art show after the in-person art show. You could do a virtual mm -hmm. one. You do, yeah. could yes. say, you know what, this is going to be best in person and it doesn't really make sense to do it live so instead I just want to connect with these people and invite them to a virtual coffee I love this virtual coffee because the live art shows I'm already doing people like it so one time I also invited the artists with a zoom conference like me and so people could watch on youtube and write in the chat But I know you know, that's all... a really interesting one because I have this, this is going to sound funny. I have this person who I buy my rocks from and they do live, what do they call it? Live crystal show or something like that every Friday. Mm -hmm. And you can just hop on. It's on YouTube. You can hop on, hop off. It's not a big deal. Uh, and then chat if you want something or say, hey, show me that thing again, or turn that rock a little bit more. I liked that red bit. Ah, great, it, yeah. Yeah, it works really well because if I go to their website, they're called Almanac Supply Company. I buy all my rocks and all my candles from them and their customer service blows my mind, it's amazing. But if I just go to their website, And I'm like, what kind of rocks do they have today? I want one that's like this. And I look at it, I, I don't, I still don't really know what I'm going to get in the mail because rocks don't look the same, right? Mm -hmm. It's not exactly the same with art, but looking at like a scan of a piece of yeah, art yeah. is a lot different than looking at it in person. So it just gives it that whole extra added element. And I think that could be really interesting for you.
to try out. Yes. So I will try this more regularly. And I also will try this uh, virtual coffee because I know some people, they watch it, but they never mm -hmm. dare to put in the comments. They are only sure. the quiet, quiet watchers. <laughs> <laughs> and you and know, I, those are the people who are the same, making their yes, own I mind watch up. Yes, all your videos, but I never will write. They do not have a Google account, or they cannot. They don't like. I don't know. Some people they do not like uh, like to to write a comment. That's me. Mm -hmm. For people I want to buy from, I'm not interactive. Mm -hmm. But I'm a lurker, stalker kind of person. Yeah. And I will watch and I will watch and I will watch until they say the right thing. And as soon as they say the right thing, I'm like, boom, bye. Ah, okay. It's the thing that I connect with. Now, mm -hmm. I find that there's really two types of buyers. There are the types of buyers that are like me and they're the ones that I need to have a conversation. I need to talk. I need to talk through it. I need to ask the questions. I need to do all these things in order to have you help me decide to buy. Yeah. There's both. And neither one is wrong. We want to cater to both. Yeah. So second type I can interact with and it's more easier because I learn what they really want and what they need and what are their feelings and wishes. So it's great for me to learn something. But the first type, it's really easy to handle because they just buy <laughs> without right. any comments. I had online shop uh, orders. So people buy a big painting mm -hmm. and then I ask them, did you receive it? How do you feel? And they do not answer. So I never know. But they're but happy or they, they would have happy. said something. <laughs> yeah. If you try yes. and you follow up and they don't answer, that's fine. Mm -hmm. They're good. That's my opinion anyway. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, okay. Susanna, this is lovely, but I do have to go because I have another interview lined up right behind you. Uh -huh. So okay. tell people where to find you. And if they maybe perhaps are looking, they're interested in being a part of your gallery or they want to support your cause or whatever, tell them mm -hmm. what, what's the next step to take. Okay. They could jump on my website. It's www.beuteltier-art.de and I will spell this now. Beuteltier is B-E-U-T- E-L-T-I-E-R dash T-I-E-R and then dot D-E for Germany. Yes. Perfect. That was, that was excellent. <laughs> Thank you. And if they were to contact you, how would you like that to happen? Oh, Through your website, so can, contact form? Yeah, they so just can send me a mail. I have a contact form or they can find me also on Instagram. Great. And you want to go ahead and spell your Instagram as well? I have two different. I can look it up later and just put it in the show notes. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Great. Let's do that. So Instagram or website. I guess that's it. Thank you so much, Suzanne. It was lovely talking to you. Thank you very much. It was lovely. And I will take with me that I do the, the live thing more regularly because it will mm -hmm. also attract more and more people and I will try the personal virtual coffee sink and the personal invitations yes perfect I'm so great love that all right have a lovely rest of your evening bye
Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't yet, be sure to hit subscribe so that you can get new episodes loaded straight onto your phone as soon as they're ready. And as an added bonus, when you subscribe, it helps other artists find this advice so we can learn how to make our art more valuable as a community. What could be better than that? And be sure to say hello and let me know you've been listening over on Instagram. My handle is at artistmarketcup. I would love to hear from you.